When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been a rough couple of weeks for the city of Kingston, Ontario, and quite frankly, for the rest of Canada. Kingston is ground zero, however, since it's home to the tragically hip. How has a city of under 150,000 people produced some of Canada's greatest musicians and artists? I mean, I could go down the list of talent that comes out of this city, but you've probably heard them rhymed off before. And if you haven't, it's worth a Google. It's the unwavering dedication to the arts in Kingston, the rich cultural identity that the city has it's as Canada's first capital, home to Sir John A. Macdonald, the first prime minister. Kingston is a petri dish of which all those great lyrics were spawned with so many great name drops coast to coast of events or geographic locations. I've personally never claimed that the hip are my all-time favorite band. I mean, of course I love them, but if you ask my circle of friends who my favorites are, they'd probably say Oasis or Noel Gallagher, or maybe they'd go with the Stone Roses or or any number of British bands whose sound and careers I just adore. But if you look at the numbers, the stats behind my record collection, I own more hip albums on vinyl or CD or digital than any other artist. I have fully completely on four different formats, cassette, CD, vinyl, and through iTunes Digital. I've got an original press of the first self-titled album, the blue one with Gord, and he has like that long mane of hair. I paid 60 bucks for it at Brian's Record Option. I've also got a Blow It High Dough on vinyl as a radio single. It has a sticker on the label. It says, for radio promotion only, which means it was sent by the record company to a radio station for spins on air when Blow It High Dough was first released. So I'm a fucking Tragically Hip fan. A huge one, as it turns out. I'm a Gord Downey fan, because I can't tell you how many times I listened to The Grand Bounce that was released in 2011. East Wind is burned into my memory from that summer. The summer that I moved away from Kingston to Hamilton, Ontario for a couple of years. I remember driving to Hamilton with a trunk full of my things and 36 bucks in my bank account, listening to East Wind, feeling like I was driving against that eastern wind constantly trying to blow me back to Kingston. And as it turns out, I did come back eventually. Before the band's announcement, I remarked at a long weekend barbecue that the Tragically Hip are Canada's Rolling Stones. They're just going to keep going and going. And how wrong was I? Can you imagine if the Rolling Stones came out and announced that Mick Jagger had brain cancer and that they tour one more time? For listeners of this podcast outside of Canada... That's what we're dealing with here. 30 years together as a band, and they've stretched across generations. When I was in ninth grade, my older cousin asked me at Thanksgiving dinner who my favorite bands were. I said the Tragically Hip, because I'd been introduced to them via acoustic guitar around a campfire that summer while working as a camp counselor. I couldn't get enough of a head by a century, and at the time, Gift Shop was number one on the Much Music Top 20. Her jaw dropped. The Tragically Hip, God, that's, that's what I listened to when I was your age. 
that was the first realization that the hip were not a new band they were more than just the latest number one on the much top 20 they had an already established legacy i was not the first generation to have discovered them by the time i turned 17 they'd released phantom power already poets was all over the radio and much music and i was determined to buy it the day it came out i'll never forget the release day for that album because myself and some high school buddies we broke a ton of laws that day and that album was our soundtrack we stole my buddy Corey's parents car which was sitting in the backyard no insurance outdated unregistered plates plus we only had our learner's permit so right there that's what like three or four laws broken break and enter we did that my mom had remarried and was on her honeymoon and we were set to move into my stepdad's house after they got back some of my stuff was in the basement so so technically i was living there but i didn't have a key so we broke in through the bathroom window why did we break into my stepdad's house because he had a kick-ass stereo and we wanted to listen to phantom power on his speakers that's all we wanted to hear that kick-ass drum beat to poets as loud as possible we drove all over the back roads of lanark county in the ottawa valley blasting that record me carefully balancing the disc man on my lap to help avoid skips and a popsicle stick crowbarring the cassette tape adapter firmly inside that old tape player in the car dash keeping a wary eye out for cops but i knew that like if the police spotted us we were probably finished never happened we got away with it that album man that album is fucking it for me that's the hip phantom power They've released a lot of great albums, but there's something about the presence of Gord's voice on that record. I mean, the angst of don't tell me what the poets are doing or the way he just belts out that night in Toronto with those checkerboard floors riding on horseback. He paints those scenes. How many other teenage stories have revolved around Tragically Hip albums? That's mine, but there must be thousands from multiple age groups. Maybe my older cousin dropped acid for the first time listening to Road Apples. Who knows? Generations just grown up with these songs. When tickets went on sale Friday, you had to know what was going to happen. Just the basic economics of supply and demand. Scalpers and sites like StubHub are professionals at buying tickets. They do it every single day. Of course they were going to lock out fans. And I've yet to see a positive story via social media about somebody getting tickets through Ticketmaster. But would you share your success? I mean, if everybody on your friends list is outraged and bitching about not being able to get tickets, would you post your your successful ticket acquisition? Probably not. It's not exactly fair, no, but I've really refused to jump on the fuck StubHub bandwagon simply because I've used the service in the past, bought and sold. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite because it's now in fashion to be critical of the service. And I'm not going to be jumping on the fuck scalpers bandwagon either because they've been doing this for years. Nobody went after ticket scalpers for the last Katy Perry tour or Bruce Springsteen. Nobody's recognized the problem until now because you know this is a time-honored tradition, right? Scalping is one of the oldest games in the book. I mean, it hasn't been around as long as prostitution, but it definitely has that kind of skeezy, long-standing heritage to it. I'm not saying it's not a problem. It is a problem. And maybe after this visibility about the issue, something will finally get done about it. I mean, stories in the news about the governor general looking into the problem. Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, has even taken notice of it. 
But unfortunately, nothing will get fixed this tour. And as we all know, this tour is it for Gordon the Hip. But what are you, you going to do? You're going to go gather up a posse? Go after the scalpers? Scalpers only exist because there's a market for it. So now what? You're going to go after the people who have four grand to drop on hip tickets? You're going to start checking visa statements at gate three to make sure they paid regular price for them? Oh, this guy bought them from StubHub. Get your lynching rope. We'll string him up in the rafters of the arena. You want to string my dentist, Dr. Anderson, up to prove a point? Because I know he bought tickets for $1,400. He's a nice guy. To me, seems like a good person. You want to blame him because he's got cash to burn? What I'm saying is, it is what it is. Just like the Uber debate with taxi cab companies, Uber wouldn't exist if it didn't provide something that people are willing to pay for. Kingston has a 6,000-seat arena, and if I'm not mistaken, it's the smallest one on the tour. And it's the last stop in the Tragically Hip's hometown. So of course it was going to be the hottest ticket in the entire country. All this ticket business aside, let's not forget the reason that this tour is sold out. Terminal brain cancer. You can help the fight. There's a crowdfund set up for donations to brain cancer research at the Sunnybrook Hospital. Donate.sunnybrook.ca And I've got the precise link posted to the uh, webpage of this episode of The Green Room. Next guest on the podcast is a friend and mentor, Shadow Davis, who has his own history with Kingston. When I first met him, he was doing the morning show at K-Rock, which is the time slot I now occupy. When I first showed up at K-Rock, I ended up doing stunts on his show. Uh, we, have, we have some laughs on the episode. We recount those days. Plus, he's got a lot of heritage in his hometown as well, which is Winnipeg. And we go over some of those stories. The tale of Black Burt, a.k.a. Burton Cummings from the Guess Who. Uh, I guess Black Burt is his drunken alter egos. <laughs> also, when Shadow was in Toronto for Canadian Music Week... Uh, apparently Burton told him to fuck off. I uh, get Shadow to elaborate on the history between the two of them. Uh, he was in Toronto with a rare Eastern visit. So we had a chance to uh, catch up after a lot of years with the microphones on because he's a radio guy too. So it's our natural environment to be on mic. So it's a two-parter because that's what happens when two A-type radio guys can't stop talking. That launch is tomorrow here on the podcast. That's Monday. At the end of this episode, uh, in the theme of our discussion today, I've also included an edited synopsis of my radio show on K-Rock from that Tuesday when we learned of Gord Downey's cancer diagnosis. Uh, It was a raw and real show. And to be the messenger to the city of Kingston that Gord was sick and that the hip were doing one final tour uh, was, yes, it was uh, was an honor, also highly emotional. And in fact, um, I spent the following days in a bit of a fog or a, a bit of a depression. And I know I wasn't alone. It's uh, been a while since the, the last episode of the podcast. It's been, we're, we're behind schedule. And you know what? Uh, I got tons of them in the can. I've got more podcasts to launch than I can shake a stick at. But that Gord Downey news really, uh, and the subsequent gong show of ticket sales, just really threw me for a loop and uh, distracted me, took me down a few notches. So let's keep calm and carry on, okay? Thanks for listening. The Green Room Podcast is powered by 420 Kingston and 420 Session Lounge and Micro Shop. So when Chris first, when I first met Chris, you were in radio already. You'd been doing it for a while. I'd quit a morning show. 
Right, and I, I remember giving you shit about that. What are you doing quitting the morning show? And then I told you why, and then you said, you're in a better place now. <laughs> <laughs> and then you started getting me to do stunts on your morning show. Well, yeah, but you were you were also on the air, too. You were doing weekends. Weekends, and then stunts right. whenever I could, during, just to pick up some cash. You were, you were the human toboggan, mm-hmm. I recall. Turkey hunter. The biggest one was the turkeys. <laughs> That was probably the best. You guys have got to understand what he did. We had a wild turkey that was crossing. Terrorizing Highway 15. Highway 15 in Kingston. Every morning, traffic would be stalled for miles because of this turkey just sitting there in the highway. And enough was enough. People are calling every morning. What are you going to do about this turkey? What do you mean, what am I going to do about (laughs) this turkey? Why are you asking me? Like, What can I do? But then we thought, we're going to send Chris out and we're going to have him chase that turkey down. And... All morning long, he chased, literally chased this turkey up to the top of the roof of the high school across the road. (laughs) (laughs) That was just a big schmooze fest. There was was awards going on. It was Andy Kim had a long-winded speech. uh, And Burton Cummings told you to fuck off. Well, (laughs) it wasn't exactly that. It was, hey, fuck you. <laughs> There's a story. Burton and I have got a very long relationship. You know, I I, uh, I almost wanted to interrupt that song. I did not want to play good time music at this very moment. Had this call from Tom the Cabbie at five four five one zero five seven. Did you hear the news about uh, Gord Downey? He's got terminal brain cancer. We're just on CBC. He's going to have a statement out later on today. It's it's on his tweet thing there. He tweeted it out. So I checked Gord Downey's tweet thing. The Tragically Hip four minutes ago posted a message to their Facebook page and to thehip.com. Unfortunately, this is true. This is an important message from the band. This is from their Facebook page. Hello, friends. We have some tough news to share with you today. And we wish it wasn't so. A few months ago in December, Gord Downey was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. And since then, obviously, he's endured a lot of difficult times. And he has been fighting hard in privacy along with his family. And through all this, we've been standing by him. So after 30-some years together as the Tragically Hip, thousands of shows and hundreds of tours, we've decided to do another one. This feels like the right thing to do now for Gord and for all of us. What we in the hip receive each time we play together is a connection with each other, with music, and it's magic. And during the shows, a special connection with all of you, our incredible fans. So we're going to dig deep and try and make this our best tour yet. We hope you can come out and join us this summer. Details and dates will be coming this week, and we sincerely thank all of you for your continued love and support. Paul Gordy. Johnny Rob Gord S. Unbelievable news to share with you this morning. Not much to say at this second. 611, K Rock Mornings, Chris, Tony Orr. We're going to take a few minutes to digest that. We played some Tragically Hip before the news, but I thought, I think we're just going to play the Tragically Hip again. Maybe we're going to play the Tragically Hip all morning. And I know we had some porno question for our calling question today. I think we're going to throw that in the garbage. Why don't we uh, just make it all about the hip today? All hip request show this morning at 545-1057. I'm going to kick it off. 
Hey, this is a really sick joke. Well, you can't going... be kidding me. You can't be freaking kidding me. No, dude, this is true. It's on CBC. It's everywhere this morning. Uh, uh, it's on the it's on the hips website. It's on their Facebook. Uh, it's everywhere, man. Oh, uh, it can't be the worst worst news ever. Oh, sorry to sorry to have been the guy to break that to you today, friend. You did. What's your name? Uh, my name's Rob. Thanks. And I'm uh, yeah. I I know three of the guys, so I I, I just I don't know. Yeah, mm. you lo- I lost for words, eh, Rob? Yeah. But anyways, the uh, uh, Bob Cajun, if you can get that on. Oh, and after a long weekend, too, if there's one song, to me at least, that says long weekends around a campfire, it's Bob Cajun. Yeah, you got to put that on. Play them all day. I don't care what your boss says. You play them all freaking day. That's what I'm doing. That's my, that's my angle here, buddy. I, I'm going to have to bar the door if they, if they try and stop me. <laughs> Yeah, I went. I went to school with the boys. KCBI. Oh yeah, they're they're good guys, man. They're still good guys, man. Partied together. All your stories make your head spin, man. Stories that I can tell you that I won't say on the radio. I just heard your news, and I can just say that uh, they're part of the fabric of Kingston. That's for sure. But they're a part of the fabric of Canada. We're here at Ground that, Zero, but this is a national event. This is not just for Kingston. Well, that's exactly it. And like the boys were always, I could always bring them guitars for them to sign for my charities and stuff, and it just. It's just, it's a very sad day. It's a sad day. It'll be a Saturday when he's gone, but uh, the news is uh, pretty hard to swallow this morning. Oh, that's that's an understatement. Catching a lot of people off guard today. Sometimes it's hard to be the messenger with this kind of news, but happy that we can at least share some stories and spin some tunes today. Is there one that you need to hear? 545-1057, the one that is just your uh, your go-to Tragically Hip song. And stories, did you go to high school with them? Did you uh, did you have a brush with them just at the mall, or or did they sign something for your charity? I'd love to hear those stories today too at five four five one zero five seven. All hip all morning with K Rock mornings. Um, it's a good life if you don't weaken. It's one of my favorite songs, and uh, it definitely just makes me think of how good you got it. Just living this life. I heard this song years and years and years ago. My ex-boyfriend introduced it to me, and uh, I've been in love with it ever since. And it's one of those songs that every time I hear it, I never get sick of it, ever. So, Except except you think of your ex-boyfriend. That's the only problem. Well, he, he, <laughs> we, have a good re- we, we have a good relationship. <laughs> really? Okay. You're, you're the one. You're the one who actually stayed friends with their ex after? Never happens. Telling stories... At 545-1057, as a result of the very incredibly shocking and sad news today that uh, Gord Downey, frontman for the Tragically Hip, Kingstonian, or as Tony discovered, not Kingstonian, actually. From Amherst View. Amherst Viewian. Yes. Uh, Gord Downey was uh, diagnosed with terminal... One of three Downey boys. Terminal brain cancer. From Amherst View. Okay. Incredibly sad. Yeah. Uh, that was a shocker, eh, Tony? Like, just after really? 6 a.m. Yeah, today. I mean, it came across as I was just reading the... Uh, weather forecast and i was going to stop and announce it but i hadn't had time to process the actual message from the tragically hip and i just wanted to make sure it was absolutely correct am i reading this right is is this factual because with the internet today i mean there's so many hoaxes that go on i knew it came directly from them and it was 
you know, from their website. But yes, I, honestly, like you, you see something like that and it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. We've been hearing so many stories today at 545-1057 about the Tragically Hip, whether they've directly or indirectly affected your lives. With stories uh, earlier about uh, helping charity events and always being there to sign guitars or get involved with local charities in Kingston, uh, lending their celebrity to local charities. And we have our friend Jody Decker on the phone, who is... uh, the, the I guess you'd say the widow of uh, G Glenn Williams and she uh, she was helped out big time by the hip tragically hip and and Gord Downey mean the absolute world to my family to my son and to my husband uh, G Glenn Williams who passed away from ALS in 2010 and when the tragically hip found out in 2008 turning into 2009 that Glenn had been diagnosed with ALS. They came to the table immediately knowing that they wanted to support a friend who was in need. And they understood the devastating financial effects that ALS brings to families. Mm-hmm. And it was a call out by Paul Langlois in an email to all the members of the HIP. No tour had been announced. No tour was happening, in fact. And I believe he received a note back from every one of the members. Gord Downey's being first within 45 minutes to an hour that for sure they will support Glenn in his time in need. And then they did that one-off show at K-Rock Center that was a fundraiser to help with all the extras and all the other costs associated with ALS. Well, exactly, Chris. The the costs of ALS exceed a quarter of a million dollars to have quality of life. And Glenn was able to have quality of life. And our family did not suffer the great loss that other families do. And for that, I am he saved our lives. Our yeah. family's lives. I the amount the mountain of gratitude that I have for Gord Downey and and the and the hip is 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 unbelievable. And my heart is breaking this morning. The news of of Gord's illness, and uh, of course, my heart and my thoughts and my prayers go out to to Gord and his family during this time. And of course, all of Kingston, as everybody I know, is just as heartbroken. Thank you for sharing, Jody. Again, at 545-1057, your story. Do you have a story with the hip? Did you go to high school with them? Did you play gig with them? Or have you just been a lifelong fan? Is there a song we can play for you today at 545-1057? We're going to do uh, news next, but it's funny that Jody talked about ALS because we're actually going to be joined by the uh, people from ALS before 9 a.m. today. We had already scheduled that interview to talk about ALS because the walk is coming up on Saturday. We are going to talk about G and all that stuff, but uh, now here... Uh, almost in some kind of reverse karma situation, uh, this story breaking today, and it's all kind of tying together. Uh, when I heard the news, I couldn't help but think of uh, back when John Candy died, there was an article, I think it was in the Toronto Star, and the reporter wrote that John Candy's heart exploded because there were so many of us inside laughing. And I couldn't help but draw the parallel when I heard this news about Gord that... Uh, you know, the thing going on with his brain is because he selflessly gave it to us in the, in the form of his lyrical genius and his, his absolutely stunning performances. And, and as we heard from uh, G's wife, his, his philanthropical, you know, being, it's just, it sucks. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's shock, it's awe, it's a lot of different things today and a lot of different reactions pouring in. 
at 545-1057 over the news that uh, Gord Downey from the Tragically Hip has terminal brain cancer. And we're looking at one final tour, which is one heck of a way to go out. You know, like that's, that's like Bowie's last album. You know, like that's well done. Mm-hmm. Tip of the hat. And we, we did play about 40 seconds of an Ozzy Osbourne song. That was a technical error. It's tragically hip all morning until 9 a.m. Because Johnny O Rock and Roll at 6 a.m. this morning said it was okay. Play them all day. I don't care what your boss says. You play the hip all freaking day. So that's what we're doing. We're authorized. <laughs> By the, the state of Johnny O. Hey, absolutely devastated to hear the news about Gord. I can't believe that music's going to stop soon. Um, in terms of songs, I just got to say, 38 years... Um, I've known that song since I was a kid. It was the first time I ever gave a second thought to what it was like to be on the other side of the bar. And uh, wanting to say that today I'm a defense lawyer, and uh, I'm not going to say it's because of that song, but I'm going to say I had a big piece of of learning to think about things from the other side, somebody else's view, and uh, we're going to miss Gord. Celebrating their music today, celebrating the words of Gord Downey, celebrating our memories since Kingston is ground zero for the Tragically Hip. Hometown. People have gone to high school with them. People have seen them at their kids' soccer practice. You know, I, I always like to reference Rob Baker in the lineup of Tim Hortons wearing a Civil War jacket and leopard print pants because he's the <laughs> only guy in Kingston that can do that. <laughs> They're just such great guys and parts of our community. And we all are hurting today with the news that uh, Gord Downey has been diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Sharing a lot of stories know, huh? at 545-1057. Special guest on the phone who's a friend of mine. His name is Kent Stewart. He is a, I believe, major with the Canadian Forces. He worked out of CFB Kingston here. He was deployed to Afghanistan while living here in Kingston. He was the uh, commander of Fort Frontenac. If you know where that is, that's right down on the waterfront across from K-Rock Center. Uh, the, the real Count Frontenac, because that's the title of the commander, is Count Frontenac. Doesn't mean he had to dress up in a foam, foam suit and a foam costume and be the mascot at the France games. It means he actually did Army stuff or Canadian Forces stuff. He's on the phone. They're now living in New York City, but they're here on vacation because uh, the Kingston Scottish Festival is this Saturday at Rideau Acres, so they're here for that, and they're camping out there. And uh, the Tragically Hip was a big, big part of uh, Kent and his uh, musical digestion while he was overseas deployed for the forces. Kent, w- what exactly do they mean to you? Everywhere I went, when I when I deployed somewhere, as you know, they came with me. I mean, that was that was my that was my connection with home. That was my home base. That was you know when you started to feel a little homesick and you needed a little connection. So Afghanistan. Um, Afghanistan, Africa, twice. Uh, it was you know they came with me. That was. That was that was the connection with home more than just you know there was you know you always talk to your family and talk to your wife and your kids but that was the that was the piece that connected you with with the fabric of of Canada that made you feel like you were back home. What was the song? Was there always one song? Was there one song for you? And then there must have been a song that your your platoon or your or your troop or whatever. <laughs> Would uh, would have gotten into as well. Well, the the one song for me when I was in Afghanistan was the darkest one that kind of came out sort of uh, same sort of time frame, and uh, it just it, there's nothing about it was nothing about the lyrics really. It was more just you know you're in a horrible place. Well, maybe it was the lyrics, but you're in a horrible place and just seemed to start to sort of connect with with uh, me in particular, and. Um, but uh, when it, while we were in Africa, it was, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
the meridian and uh, the 100th meridian, you always t- you, you know he's talking about Canada. You know he's talking about the prairies, and uh, but uh, you know blow it high dough. You're talking about Kingston, just little things like that. You know you know the pieces that that they're talking about and connects you with with uh, with home. Yeah, so much in the power of those lyrics is is the uh, the name drops coast to coast that you yeah. you you identify with. <laughs> Exactly, and now that we're living in New York, you know, you, whenever I hear Gus, the you know the, the polar, polar bear, bear. <laughs> from oh Central my god, Park. you know, and, and <laughs> the polar bear is gone now as well, out of out of Central Park, but uh, it passed away just last year. So yeah. uh, little little things like that you connect with, and then you know, of course, Leslie and I went to the concert in in New York just last year as well, where yeah. you know, they were they they were still pumping it out, just fantastic, and. Uh, you know, hard to believe that Gord is uh, actually uh, going to succumb to cancer when he was just, you know, he, he just looks so alive when he was up there. He's just, he's in his element. He's absolutely where he, need, where he needs to be, where he should be. That's uh, our buddy Kent Stewart, the uh, Canadian Forces, currently working out of New York City, but he spent a long time here in Kingston. And obviously, as you can hear, huge connection with the tragically hip. And I'm sure he's not alone with his brothers in, uh, and sisters in the Canadian forces who have been deployed. I'm sure they have similar thoughts regarding the Tragically Hip and how, how music, just in general, not just the Tragically Hip, just music can take you back to a place or a time or can help you out in times of distress. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.